Fast, Too Forever. There's all kinds of family. We chose this one. This is episode 308, Too Fast, Too Furious, Lap 13. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Too. And this episode's brought to you by Miami X Hair and Nail Bar. When you visit Miami X Hair and Nail Bar in Miami, you'll be greeted by their friendly staff who are also licensed, trained, and passionate about what they do. Shout out to Miami X. Well, shout out to Miami X and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever with us today to talk about Miami, the most Miami of movies and uh, a movie that inspired, you know, a lot of things. And we talked to this guy before about his game and you know, there's a lot of Too Fast in the game with us today. Once again, Andy Tudor. Hello, Andy. Hey, guys. How's it going? Is, is that a real welcome hair salon? Back. That's a real hair salon in Miami. Yeah. Wow. Miami shout out X. to them, those guys. Welcome back. Uh, lots of hat. Lots of hat. Lots has happened. Lot. Jesus, what lots of things have happened. Lots has happened. That sounds wrong, but that's what I want to say. Anyway, <laughs> a lot has happened there you since go. That's you better. last joined us. F9 came out. Fast 10 came out. Things in your game, Fast and Furious Crossroads, mm-hmm. kind of made their way into both those movies. <laughs> you're, you're sort of telling the future here in a little way. You know, there's like the whole space sequence in your game. Mm-hmm. feel like the Portugal oh, yeah, sequence. <laughs> the Portugal sequence in Fast 10 looks awfully like one of the set pieces in your game. Uh-huh. Are are they are they stealing from you? Or are you just uh, letting them borrow, or is it you know mutual? Like what? Because I feel like we got like a like a, a the game was like a trailer for these movies in a way. Yeah, I mean, if you want to get that into that straight away, I mean, yeah, yeah let's, do, let's do it. So, oh god, let's rewind time to when we were making the the game, and so we were making it after well, we were kind of making it during the release of Fate. So okay. uh, we went to watch Fate all as a uh, as a as a, a family, a dev family, uh, the team. <laughs> and um, if anyone's drink, uh, you know, listening to this at home, you can drink whenever the word family comes up in this podcast. So, um, <laughs> seeing as they say it's a, a million times in the latest movie. Um, so yeah, Fast Fast Eight had come out, and we were we knew that Fast Nine uh, was on the way. And whilst we were, you know, kind of trying to think of how we outdo a nuclear submarine and all that kind of stuff, we were coming up with ideas like how can we pay homage to the first movie? How can we pay homage to the second, the third, fourth, fifth, all that stuff, et cetera, to the point that we were coming up with ideas and both Universal and Tyrese were kind of looking at us and kind of going, you should speak, you should speak to Justin Lin about this. Like you should, you've got some great ideas here as they were coming up with ideas for Fast 9, because, you know, a lot of the sequences hadn't been nailed down at that point in time. You know, the script was essentially, you know, Dom's got a long-lost brother, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And in please insert, you know, amazing action sequence here. Right. Mm-hmm. So oh. as we were coming up with ours, because we had to design them and build the levels and all that kind of stuff, yeah, the, the feedback was, you know, as I said, both from the cast and, you know, the executives at Universal was like, you are not stepping on the toes of movies here, but you are definitely in line with the movies about cool. where they're going. So, you know, at the time, you know, you say about them going to space. Yeah, I mean, we kind of sowed the seed of, you know, all we wanted really was a larger physical object than a nuclear submarine so we were like right spacex you know uh, i think i said i think i said at the time you know spacex was launching the falcon nines 
these huge objects, loads of thrust, loads of fire. It made total sense for that to be like the next giant object in a in a um, in a fast movie uh, in a faster franchise uh, title, you know. Uh, and that's why we got that. But you know, knowing as we started to hear that they were actually going into space in Fast Nine, it almost then made complete sense as a stepping stone to introduce you to the idea of space. Yeah. And something going yeah. into space in the game and then for them actually to go do it in fast nine. So yeah, that's how that kind of kind of came around. And it was kind of like, a, yeah, kind of like a, a thing that happened in parallel, but also something that just completely complemented the, the movie in the end. As like a fan of the movies, because I think the thing that came through the, the loudest and the clearest when we talked to you a couple of years ago about the game was that you're like a fan of these movies, a fan of the franchise, mm-hmm. knowing where they're going. Like you're not really directly involved. You're talking to the guys who are making it. But mm-hmm. like, is it tough to know so much about the stuff that's not out yet? Like, are you bursting at the seams of secrets as you're waiting for F9 and Fast 10 to come out? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But, you know, to, to pull the kind of like... Uh, the 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 wall back you know they don't know themselves a lot of the time you know True. they yeah, yeah yeah they they know where the story's going but you know and that's kind of one of the kind of double-edged swords that we had with the game as well like we didn't you know that's why dom wasn't um in the game for a while and because we didn't know whether vin was going to kind of give it his approval we didn't know whether you know, Vin was available, you know, because he was doing other other things. We didn't know if he was interested. And that's why, you know, Dom played such a, uh, Dom played less of a role in the game until there was confidence that actually, you know what, I think Vin will like this. And then we could put it in front of him. And then as soon as we did, then of course he would loved it. He's had his kids playing it, you know, and he wanted to be in it more. <laughs> it was like, hey, there's not enough of Dom Toretto in this game now. <laughs> so that whole first opening sequence um, in Athens was completely new and inserted in, you know, after the fact, after Vin took a look at it and was like, well, look, you know, if people buy this game, the first thing they want to see is Dominic Toretto, right? They don't want to see like these two other characters. So, you know, that whole Athens sequence was added in after the fact um, uh, uh, to, to kind of allow players to play as Dom, see the heroes, see the family, and then we kind of like do a, tr- a, cl- a classic, you know, video game reset and reset you back with these brand new characters that we're introducing as well. So, yeah, I mean, it always is kind of we're always clamoring for information about what is coming next um, based off what information we have. But equally, yeah, those guys are are kind of they don't know where they're going themselves, you know, sometimes. Um, and we can get onto that as well if you want with uh, Fast Sex Part Two. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. So, so we're here to talk about Too Fast, but I do want to talk about Fast Ten because I, I, you know, we had talked about when when I was reaching out about you know different movies and like you you've been tweeting at us like, in the in the weeks leading up to Fast Ten, and you know, so excited for the thing and like sharing some news and stuff. So I want to talk about Too Fast for sure because that's what we're here to talk about. But I also do want to talk about Fast Ten yep. and also Fast Ten Part Two and also Hobbs too because there's a lot coming down the pipe. Yep. You know, especially if this writer strike ever ends. Um, but like, I guess let's talk about Fast Ten and Fast Ten Part Two first, and like anything you want to go like initial reactions, thoughts, theories, stuff you've heard, rumors, anything you can share, just whatever you want to go, wherever you want to head from here. Let's let's start with Fast Ten. So I really liked Fast Ten. I don't know what your guys' uh, reactions fans, was. big Fan, fans, right? Okay, and a lot of our fans are are very very pumped on it too. Yeah. So, you know, if you can think of what we were just talking about right now, you know, there's a sequence in the 
in the movie where a giant sphere goes tumbling through, you know, mm-hmm. something, which, you know, that's where we kind of, you know, had that with the Eclipse device. There is a shootout in a quarry as well, which again, we have. The quarry made me think of you, bud. It yeah. absolutely <laughs> did. As soon as I saw it, I look at Joey in the theater and I'm like, the, uh, this is Andy. There yeah, you go. The Canon kind of car, like, you know, inspired. That too as well by kind of like the kind of gadgets we were attaching to the cars, you know, in the game as well. Um, uh, Tiny Tej, the remote control car. So <laughs> interesting con- interesting thing here. Um, when we were coming up at the end of the game, um, we wanted some way for like Dom or some me- other member of the family to come back at the end and um, have be the cavalry, right? So at the end of the game, it's uh, it's Letty, Vienna, and Cam, and they're heading towards the shuttle, and they just they look at it, and it takes off, and they're like, "Oh my gosh! Like, how are we going to stop this thing?" And then, of course, the cavalry comes. So that cavalry concept was in discussion for so long. We we knew it had to be Dom because Dom's the hero, but we mm-hmm. also wanted it to be somebody else as well. So for a time, we were going to have Ramsey come back. So that would be a surprise. Like, okay. hey, a brand new family member. Like, not somebody that we've already seen, but a brand new right. family member. Now, when we were talking talking about the information that we knew at the time for, that was secret to kind of other members of the, uh, the public, we knew that the kind of in-joke for Fast 9 was that Ramsey can't drive, right? So because we've never uh... seen her drive, because she's always in a... A, a car with Tej, right? Her and mm-hmm. Tej are always partnered together. You never see her behind the wheel. And therefore, the in-joke was that for Fast 9, you'd find out that she doesn't know how to drive, right? So we said, how can we get around that? And the concept there came up of, why don't we have you controlling a remote control car, right? So uh... at the time of the game, we were like, okay, you were going to have some sort of remote control car coming in on the final mission somehow it wouldn't have been a whole mission I and mean, that would have been stupid having a teeny weeny little remote control car against this giant over space shuttle but it was going to play a part it was going to play a part sure. in that final mission and so again we knew about that in advance and we didn't use it in the end because it, it was just unneeded like we'd already sowed the seeds that um that the dom would have a heat proof car from something from from being blasted in that very first mission and you know being set on fire by the tank so we already knew that fire was going to be a thing so we sowed the seed there so it made p- complete sense that dom like takes all that information comes back with a heat proof car right at the end and that was good enough. also let, let's not keep let's not forget jacob might have heat proof car technology at the end of oh we've been here. pitching this too you know yeah I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Because we, we, you know, I don't know if you know anything. I don't know if you can say anything, whatever. But like, we, we've been talking about how it's strange that Jacob, like 20 minutes before he quote unquote dies, is talking to little B about like, mm-hmm. you know, I was always scared of getting in cars because my dad died in a car in an explosion. And like, now I'm not yeah, scared yeah. anymore. It's like, well, what if you death proof your car? You know what I mean? So like, yeah, especially I think that might just be wishful thinking because we love John Cena in, in the new movie so much. But you know, we also, you know, didn't see a body. And as, as you know, as everybody knows, there's, if you don't see a body, even if you do see a body sometimes. Oh, he's coming back. Even if Jacob's coming back. I'll, t- I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, <laughs> Jacob's coming back. Um, you know, and also they've had they've had reinforced, when they landed the cars in Furious 7, they had reinforced um, chassis as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that technology's there and all, all that kind of stuff. Um, the helicopter, you know, on the causeway, absolutely. Yep. It, it, you know, uh, we were going to have, I was, it was towards the end of development and 
we were trying to just do as much as we can to up the action in 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 the game and i was and i was i remember saying like helicopter 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 and having made racing games previously we had tons of helicopter assets lying around from flying right. around in the sky you know like um uh, news helicopters or police helicopters whatever it may, may be so it it seemed like an easy ask hey let's get a helicopter in the game so we could do something with it but again you know we didn't uh due to time it was quite late in development and of course production were like no andy like stop <laughs> like we haven't got time for that so it's like yep yeah, completely understood and then i guess we can go into fast and furious crossroads 2 okay <laughs> no this is what i wanted to ask you about this is this is what i my mind has been blown since you tweeted at us I need to know the details of this right. Jason Momoa stuff. Please. Yes. So, so Crossroads Two was going to be called Crossfire. So they're all. It was like Arkham Knight, Arkham Asylum, Arkham blah blah blah. Sweet. Like okay. The, the word Arkham was going to, you know, their 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 key that was built on, and the same with us. Like it was going to be Cross. So it, the next one was going to be called Crossfire. And for Crossfire, the concept was that in the first game we we clearly state that Ormstrid is the, the the bad guy has been a man who has wandered the earth and had many children from various other you know people and stuff like that and therefore for the sequel we were going to bring in his twin sons of that were going to be the twin sons of Ormstrid from one mother right sure. um because twins is something we've not really seen in the franchise before and if it's all about family you've got to think of every combination of for sure family, right? right yeah you know, this so makes a ton of sense stepbrothers yeah. stepsons adopted sons adopted daughters ste- you know twins etc etc so they were going to be identical twins and we wanted of course to have somebody that was going to be physically equal to vin diesel because we were going to introduce on foot sections so we we're going to have chases on foot as the movies if we know we're following the movies here so the movies like gravitated towards on foot gun action stuff in fast five and then continued on like that since so in the second game in crossfire we were going to introduce on foot sections so we were thinking yeah you know you want to have fights and therefore we need an actor yeah. a bad guy as good as vin diesel so we were looking at jason momoa there because you know john cena had been used uh, in, in fast nine and various other you know big guys like the rock and jason statham were already in use as well you were running out of muscly guys <laughs> yes yeah so you know in that game you know we were going to go back to miami to where vienna and cam could like you know the right at the end of the game they say like can we go home we're like yep we're going to go home so the first game the second game was going to start in miami and then you'd find out that the the Ormstrid twins were basically had followed them there and destroyed everything they had in Miami. They were going to pick up Suki and Jimmy from Too Fast. So this is what we're talking about today with Too Fast. Uh-huh. They're going to pick up Suki and Jimmy because, again, they say in the game, used to run with Suki and a crew, right? You know, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah, that all makes sense. And actually, having watched Too Fast again, you can pretty much imagine that when Suki's talking with I think it's Orange Julius and Slapjack right at the beginning in that beginning race. You could there's there's some girls in the background there. You can imagine easily that like Vienna and Cam are just like just hanging out behind them. Yep. And as we've seen in Fast X, you can quite easily just film it from like a different angle and see that oh, Jason Momoa and uh, Alan <laughs> Richter were all there all along. Uh, so yes, it's uh, it's it's made completely sense. And then we were going to go back to Tokyo because I think in most minds Tokyo Drift is the kind of weird one out of the group of movies and we almost wanted to do kind of like a rogue one and kind of like make it good like add something to tokyo that it would actually make a positive spin in people's minds um thereafter so 
yeah you know it, it the, the the kind of crossfire and fast x kind of worlds were intertwined you know definitely i i very you know, much with the with the sequences in it with the concepts we didn't use that they then actually used in the end with jason momoa being in it and you know where i think fast x part two will go you know that for example you know mr nobody's disappearance is very much a mm-hmm. you know it seems like he knew something and like disappeared out of the wings i don't think he's been or maybe he's been captured so that the agency could be used against the, the crew the family so we've got to we've got to work out mr nobody's disappearance i truly believe michael kane's going to be in this franchise and I say that because he's a perfect fit. He's such a perfect fit. I you think agree. As, as as Papa Shaw or as someone else. I think it would be too easy to have it as as Queenie's like other half. Also, you know, Helen Mirren and Michael Caine have done many things, you know, in the past. But you know, I feel it is because you know Vin Diesel and him are are good friends. At last, I saw Michael Caine seems to be in poor health, and it would be lovely to get him in, you know, into the franchise um, whilst whilst he's still able and stuff. Uh, obviously, we're getting Brian back, you know, uh, full CG Brian with the help of his brothers. You know, Hobbs is is obviously going to come back and and have that Avengers assemble moment. You know, when yep. the the camera pulls out and you know Hobbs is holding his you know probably got his arm in a in a in a brace once more, which you can crack open. You know, and you'll have the uh, Owen and Deckard, you know, uh, standing next to each other side by side. All everything's forgiven. Next to Cipher. Next to you know God knows what. Next to Carter Verone probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, there's that coming. You know, and. I also truly believe that they're going to, if they go with Cypher being on the team and her knowledge of kind of AI and things like that, and also the world, how the world is going with chat GPT and mm-hmm. generative AI, I truly believe, and it sounds crazy now, but it won't crown sound crazy in 2026 or 27 when the next movie comes out, is they'll have an AI car. Yeah. They've got remote control cars. They've had AI taking over cars via remote control. So they just get Kit, yeah. Kit from Knight Rider. Absolutely, they'll definitely have a car which is family, oh. right? A car with a personality, a car which has got identity, a car therefore which is part of the family. Absolutely, it makes total sense, right? That does track. Yeah, we haven't, we have Joey, we haven't said anything about that yet. My brain <laughs> hasn't gone there. Well, this week as we're recording, there's been news that like Elon Musk has said that Tesla's valuation is directly tied to whether or not they can crack self-driving like there's like the level because this is something that you know my boss has talked about for years like there's five levels of self-driving like level five is like the whole like there's no steering wheel in the car like you're just a you're just a car that brings you around and like that's the goal for it because whoever can do that like kind of wins the game and becomes like a trillion dollar company and so as someone who like didn't buy a car lease a car because i'm like let's see where the world is in three years and it turned out that the world was exactly in the same place and i was just like all right now i guess i bought a car um yeah i know that like around the corner there is like an ai car there is an autonomous there is a thing and just because they she already has like the you know the zombie cars in feet right so like going Absolutely. to the next level yeah. and bring them onto the team there's gonna sure. be a sequence where ramsey and cypher work together and they create essentially like a car which has got its own personality and automate they put jarvis essentially in a car that i'm sure that will happen they have god's eye yeah exactly so yeah so that's it so that's my kind of thoughts on you know fast x is i thought was excellent every sequence was 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 great jason momo was brilliant yeah. and i hope to gosh they do not 
dial him down for future movies based off whether Vin thinks he's overacting or not. I thought he was fantastic. He was the Joker. He was absolutely brilliant in it. So I so hope much fun. They don't dial him down. Um, and of course, yeah, like what I really want from his character is if he is to follow the Joker stereotype, the Joker archetype, everything he's done so far, he's had a plan for. But what we really want to see is the Joker unhinged. We want to see mm-hmm. Dante without a plan, like, and that crazy mind just, you know, making stuff up on the fly and going to crazy lengths. Him and he obviously can when he's painting toenails next to a dead guy who gets a fly on his eye. Mm-hmm. He's obviously got yep. that mindset. So what we, what I'd really like to see is like his character rather than planning ahead and chasing Dom for it now to switch and Dom is on the chase after him and he is trying to escape these things using his wits and using just going to extreme lengths and, and lengths which obviously have probably detriment to some of the family who someone's going to die I reckon so and have an on-screen death but you're with us Andy you you don't think anybody in this movie is dead yet right no, de- the end of the movie definitely not no definitely not uh, no I mean I mean Jacob dying seems a bit silly to introduce him in the last movie only to kill him this movie like it seems too soon he hasn't had enough kind of yep. time on screen to kind of make it a really truly horrible thing and like you know obviously <laughs> obviously Roman and Tesh and Han and Ramsey are not dead so no. you know no that that, that we're, but we're going to think they're dead just like we thought half the Avengers were snapped away and then of course they're going to have the on your left moment and all come back and oh they were alive all along and see weird combos of people like we'll see Cypher stood next to Jacob stood next to Ramsey stood next to Brian and we'll be like, oh, like it's the beat. It's not the B team, but it's the, it's the, yeah, it's, yeah, you, yeah, where I'm going. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the, the person that we have wanted back the most for years now. And obviously we wanted Giselle and, and Hobbs back and we got them, but like the person we wanted back the most, and I think that you're in our corner is we want Suki back. And yeah. like watching her in this movie, even though she doesn't have like a ton to do, it's like you see a pink car coming out of nowhere. You're like, I know who that is. Yeah. Right. Like it's just, that's her. That's it. So, yeah, like jumping into too fast, like Suki being there, you know, there's two girls cleaning a car. She's she's awesome. Like, and she knows her stuff. She's got background with Tej. She's running the street. She's got her own crew. Like, she's kick-ass. All the cars are really cool and, and, and pretty looking and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it seems silly not to unless the actress is not available not interested to not have her pop up again. Just the same with the way like Sean popped up in Fast Nine, right? Yeah. Yep. I think we, we probably talked about this on the Crossroads episode, but like Joe and I don't even remember what we had talked about in the last episode, but what is it about this movie that you like? And I know that like a lot of people like this movie, it's sort of the nostalgia thing, but like a lot of people don't like this movie. So like, what is it about Too Fast that you find so compelling that you, was it just that like, it's lar- like, other than Tej and Roman largely forgotten and that's why you incorporated it into Crossroads? Or is it like, what what about this movie draws you to it? What's your favorite parts of this movie overall? So initially when we were looking at uh, the game, we we just felt LA had been done to death. It seemed like that the LA story was something we knew already. And they keep going back there in various movies and you've got to have the house and LA had been done and probably LA had been done as a environment in video games, like many, many times, like LA just felt done. And therefore, you know, we looked at Miami for this origin story of like 
you know, it's where you first meet Tej. It's got Suki there. Like it's it's the introduction of Roman. Like it introduces major characters like you know Thor and Captain America. Like in that in that movie, there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it felt like there was more stuff there. I mean, obviously, right at the beginning of the movie, Tej knows Brian, and because he's like, "Hey, there's a street race tonight. You got you got you got four minutes to get here." So you know that Tej and Brian have got a background there. So it just felt like the Miami side of it. There was room, there, there were hazy areas around it which were, were there to be explored. And, you know, also there's a lot of other things in the game, in, a, in, the, in the movie as well. Like it, it has the EMP um, yep. harpoon thing on the police. It's got the scramble, you know, which is really, really cool, which we, you know, actually it's got a couple of scrambles, you know, where they go, oh, the police, you know, and then they'll, they'll scramble. That was, you know, definitely inspiration. It's got really interesting drag races, interesting, you know, with the uh, the double. I can't remember what they call it. The the down and back, uh, t- uh, the two lap down and mm-hmm, back, mm-hmm, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's the tag team, and that's what we did for the Barcelona race. We wanted to, like this tag team kind of affair to, to that. It's got Roman back when he was cool, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, it's such a shame because that's probably the one thing that didn't work for me in the in Fast X. It's everything with. Roman and Tej and Ramsey and Han just didn't work for me. It's just not for the leadership anymore. thing. Yeah. The leadership part or just like the whole sequence of them together, the Pete Davidson internet cafe. Yeah. So, so when, again, when we did the game, like we, we wanted to give Roman something to do and have him go back to being cool again. Like he was in, 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 in too fast where he's, he's edgy. Like, I think he says, um, he says, you know, he's, he's had three years in jail Mm-hmm. I wrote some notes here. Like he does a stare and drive. Like I taught him that. You know, as soon yep. as the cops arrive, he starts shooting at the cops. Like no questions asked. Just grabs a gun and starts firing. Um, uh, he steals Verone's uh, uh, cutter and stuff for his cigar. Yeah, he's doing shady stuff. Like, and that unfortunately is translated into you know right at the end of the movie, he's got like a, a waistband full of, of of money, which of course is slightly referenced with his uh with hiding his his, his dollar bills uh, mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. in his coats in in fast 10 but it's played for laughs in in this you know and in the original movie in, in too fast it's kind of played as like this guy is straight out of jail doesn't want to go back there and will do anything he can and it's still got a bit of beef about it you know he has interactions with tej in this movie that that are, are, are not they're not brothers yet just the same way like dom and brian weren't brothers in the first movie yet you know tej and 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 uh and roman have very few scenes together and when they are tej is always on the left hand side of the screen brian's on the right and roman's just stood in the middle kind of like just looking right. at them both they are not that kind of comedy team uh just yet until um uh, fast five well, you know, like Joe knows that I for for a long time, and I'm still not like fully on board. But like, I don't like that they made Roman just a punchline because I think he's yeah. so compelling in this. And then they're like, oh, he's just the the comic relief. Yes. And then you know him and Tej, and then them both hitting on Ramsey and whatever, right? Like, yeah. I I don't know that I like the leader thing. I like the kind of Tej explaining to him becoming a leader in ten, but. I feel like it was it was nice to see that the movie was like okay, so Jacob can be the comic relief. Yep, this so we can do something different with Roman. I would have liked to see something a little bit different or so, whatever, but like, 
you know, by the time where he's like trying to read Russian, like it's English and fate, I'm like, it's funny, but it's not like the Roman. And like Jonas for for years and for laps and laps and laps, like I was just like, this doesn't really work for me. Like I've softened on it a little bit, but just like, I want to see more of this. And you've and actually, it's the same with Tej. Tej is not the comic relief in this movie. He's smooth. He's the mm-hmm. entertainer. Like he's the guy running the streets of Miami who knows everyone. He's 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 organizing a boat race, you know, on on the harbor. You know, he's the he's the fixer. He's the he's not even the tech guy in this movie. You know, Jimmy's the tech guy. He's like the mechanic. He's the he's the wrench. You know, so yeah, even they've, they've both of their personalities have kind of changed, and and that's why in Crossroads we want to to give Roman. So just just get away from the comic relief like have some wineliners in there but of, and of course the kind of whole concept like who would you send undercover into a into a criminal empire of course you would never send roman like that's the kind of the concept is is silly but the actual yes. things that he does are are not like he has he's organizing things he's reporting back to to base he thinks he's in charge you know right at the end when they when they kidnap uh, uh, kareem you know it's um, it's uh, he's uh, he he's left out the out of the group. It's Letty that takes over. So, um, sorry, Kai, not Kareem. Kareem was interesting. Was the uh, the uh, the first name for Kai before we changed it. So that's, oh, that's why okay. I slipped up there. So yeah, you know, he gets left out there. But he's had his moment to shine, and any laughs that we did were really just not comedy lines. You know, they were really just the lines that you would that you as the audience should be saying, just reacting to crazy stuff happening on screen. So we did so many like throwaway lines of like, oh my God, this this shit's crazy. Sorry for swearing. You know, like, oh my no, God, you can you're swear. fine. You're fine. Oh, okay, you're fine. You, know, you know, so all the reaction lines were basically you as the player, like, oh my God, this this is happening. Like, oh my God, what a shout that blah, 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 and that kind of stuff. It was very much like throwaway crazy lines. And when he was like dying in the backseat and Dom had to take him, like there were so many lines we did there of, I think they're all randomized um, in the game. But there's so many lines which are just little callbacks. It's like, oh, sir, tell Brian I love him. It's like, I ain't going back to Barstow and things like that. All lines <laughs> that are linked to, oh, so sorry, t- tell Tej I love him and like not to look in my second drawer down or something like that in my bedroom or something, something ridiculous like that. Um, they were all links back to previous movies and to mostly to this, this actual, uh, the movie itself, because it felt like there was history there with Roman that we just have never explored. What do you know about Roman other than he went to prison? Not much, really, you know? Um, you don't know has he has he got family? <laughs> we don't know, right? No, that's the thing. Like, we don't know. Like, there's so much. Like, we don't know anything about like Brian's family. We still don't know like Dom's dad. Like, the, for the for a franchise that's so content or so like focused on family, again, yep. take a couple drinks. Uh, mm-hmm. they're 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 selective in terms of they're like, oh wait, we we didn't tell you that Dom had a brother. Yeah, and that we're not also framing it as that's also me as brother until you know like you're in the middle of the movie like oh right <laughs> yeah. like there are things where it's like this is the most important thing in the world and then it's like well. Uh, you know, selectively. And I, I get that you can't like really, but you know, one thing that we talk about a lot, like one thing that we really love from the first movie that was cut is that Vince is going to the hospital to see his sick mom. It's like, where's that in the movie? Like there's like this really weird specific like focus on family, someone off screen, mm. real value. Like that's why he's so angry other than, you know, losing out on Mia and having Brian around or whatever. Like he's going through shit and like the franchise has ideas. I'm like, well, you know, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why we love Brian. Brian's the everyman, especially in Too Fast. You know, he's he's a cop. He's dis- he's disgraced. He's under duress to do this to do this job for, for, regarding Carter Verone. Um, he's got a, a, an antagonist with 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 Roman, who's got this beef with him from the past. Um, they're just bickering all the time. It, there's just so much 
banter and so much uh, kind of um, lightheartedness and, and arguments and conflict. Like Brian is infinitely a more interesting character than 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 Dom, you know. And what I would love to see, which they haven't done and they haven't, they're running out of time to do, is mix Dom with other characters. Like have mm-hmm. Dom going on a mission with Ramsey. Have Dom going on a mission with someone that is not part mm. of his with with him and Han. It was lovely seeing like him uh, at the um uh, under the uh, hood of the uh, car at the beginning of Fast Ten, and Han walks walks over there and, and has a look under there. It's like, hey, yeah, you know, where's your where's your supercharger and all that kind of stuff, you know? Because that was like, wow, that reminds me of the first movie when it's like you know American Muscle versus Japanese import, and we haven't had that at all with Don because he needs someone to bounce off. Otherwise, he literally is just walking around as a kind of wooden you know, muscle man, you know, uh, giving like hard stares to everything he, he encounters. Um, <laughs> whereas with Brian, you get true reactions and you and you have that interaction with the person that he's with. Well, I want to sit down with other people, but I also want to see, like, just mix everybody up. Because I feel like, you know, we've talked down here about like, are they planning for, are they trying, to, are they testing to see if they could do like a Roman Tej Ramsey Han spinoff? But like, I don't know if it's like, you know, complacency or just like they, they deemed it to work best. But like, they just keep splitting off into their own thing, like for several movies in a row. It's like, yeah, they work well together, but like, I'd also rather see like Ramsey and Mia or something, you know what I mean? Or like yeah. Ramsey and Dom or something, just like see what works. Cause I think, and I don't know if that works for everybody. Maybe it just works more for, you know, me and Joe and the people who listen to the show that like, we're so deep into this that we just want to see sort of weird things. We're like, we get it. Like that's, that's what they're doing. But people who watch us once are like, oh yeah, I know those guys, whatever. Right. So I don't, I don't know where in the movies, Tej becomes the tech guy because he's definitely not that in the in the in too fast. And I would love therefore, no. like Tej should be running race wars. In this movie, he is. He's running the streets of Miami, as I said. Like he's running boat parties, he's opening bridges, he's an entertainer. He sh- he should be running race wars. That's what Tej should be doing yeah. if you were to carry his character on from here and and evolve it. But it didn't. He evolved into the tech guy, and they've got Ramsey as the tech girl. And they share a car a lot of the time. They just feel like they're intertwined as one. And I don't know why is Tej constantly is looking. He wants to marry Ramsey. He's obsessed by her. Whereas in this movie, I think he is he going out with Suki or not? I'm not sure, but it's pretty He's obvious. Into Suki, and yeah. it seems like Suki's like maybe not. Maybe it's mutual into respect dudes or whatever, know. right? Yeah, but right. yeah. But there's you know it's obvious Tej is a ladies' man. In fact. In Too Fast, you know, Brian's sleeping with uh, uh, Fuentes, you know, and it looks like Roman has got an eye for 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 her as well. So, yep, it seems like, you know, uh, we, we lost all kind of romance from the series. The movie's got a lot less horny. Dom and sure. Letty, right? Yeah. Dom and Letty are the only romance allowed in this franchise now. And we talked about this recently, like the romance isn't romance. The romance is like literally procreating. Like it's having <laughs> sex to make more family. It's not like hey, I'm so attracted. Like, everyone in these movies is so beautiful. It's not like, hey, like, let's hook up because we're both the most beautiful people in the world. It's like, hey, let's hook up to create more family. <laughs> exactly. Like, the fact that Dom says, like, is there is anyone in here yet? You know, in Fast 10. Yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> hold your horses, Dom. Like, you know, <laughs> it's uh, any any family that you do have seems to get in trouble. So I'd maybe hold, hold off a little bit. Now, Joe, it's the first time we're seeing Too Fast since Fast 10. What popped out to you? Anything that new that stood out to you, struck out to you? I had to look up when this movie came out because watching it, right? Twenty years, but like specifically because I remember going to see this movie like 
as school was just ending like school was letting out for the summer so like feeling that feeling right now knowing it's like in june and like watching the movie today hit really well for me just like oh it's summertime outside the wind in the window like they're in miami it looks hot like these kind of things i was like oh i really really enjoy this time of year for this movie because we don't it doesn't always line up that we're watching this at the beginning of june you know because there's people soured on too fast some people do some people love it but because it's not like universally regarded i was thinking about how many great lines there are in this movie from this one that are like so much fun and as much as we say that like like there's so much adr in this and like you know uh Paul Walker and Tyrese must have been like hung over all the time because there's like <laughs> lots of reports that they were just partying on set all the time that I'm just like him doing the impression of Carter Verone like I'll take my cutter back like that day like well delivered line yeah. hilarious and, and like forget about it cut is such a classic line I, I was wrote like, that down on. as well the amount of times they yeah. go cut and bruh I was like wow that's aging it although that's coming back though it, it just this movie hit really well for me this time. Maybe not in the context of Fast X, but yeah, just watching it, I was like, I'm enjoying this. It's, I was I was thinking about how like when we made because we did something, we put something on Twitter and John Brooks responded to us, and I was just like, I know that like these are not his movies, but like I can't imagine watching this movie for the first time and just not enjoying it. And he was like, he was so not on board. Like he by the end we like we kind of got him a little bit, but it's just like this movie is so dumb and so fun. Like this time around, I'm just like, I can't imagine watching, like never having seen any of these or just never having seen this and watching this and not liking it. Cause like, yeah, it's dated, but like it adds to the charm. I think I also know that my brain is broken to these movies, but like, I just think it's so fun. And like, I think it's also directly fun. Like, not that we don't like the new movies, but like they would never do the stare and drive in a new movie. No. Like, they would never, they would never be like, Hey, let's do, a, would, let's do a weird thing and take up two and a half minutes doing this thing. They would never do the rats. Now the rat is the most no. horrific thing I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Like if you thought that the, the guy wrapped in tape that Dante has and the fly was bad. Like That's you go back, point. this rat was disgusting. So yeah, true horror there. That might be, yeah, that might be the only contender, Joey, as we're going back through this, because we were like, that might have been, like, the most gruesome thing they've ever done, like Dante <laughs> with the fingernail painting, but the rat in the bucket yep. has been pretty you terrifying. Know, one of our listeners emailed in a while ago saying that his his girlfriend could not watch this movie because of that scene, she wouldn't even go near the movie, like, even knowing roughly when the scene would come up, she just wouldn't watch this movie at all because she couldn't deal with the rat bucket. We're like, yeah, like, that's, it's, it's menacing. But yeah, there's so many good bits, you know, the basic concepts of having to do something you don't want to do and having to keep yourself undercover when you when you don't want you know that's that's a great that this that's got a lot of conflict and potential for things to go wrong right there you know so the whole you know how, how many strangers are in people's cars in too fast too furious there's so many people jumping into other people's cars in this game in, in this in this movie you know at the end you know the camaro that we put in crossroads obviously comes from this and yep. it's Brian who's who's driving, but actually the car belongs to it's Fonzie. Um, I think it's called he's called Fidel, who uh, who originally has the car in the movie. Yeah, so if you've got that going on, you've got uh, when the Carter's um, audition that he makes them do, grabbing the cigar in the Ferrari. You know that's where we got the idea for the audition for Roman having to pick up Salome in in uh, in Crossroads in New Orleans. Um, the backwards driving in the game came from this as well. Like we wanted when, 
you know, when he returns around and flips him the bird, you know, we wanted that ability for the players ah. to be able to go 180 and kind of drive backwards. And I think it's done in some other movie as well. Definitely a bit in Fast Five when the cars need to be quite nimble as well. Um, but- I, I I do like, you know, in, in the new movie, we just talked about this with Kara, that like they make such a big deal of like, with the bomb rolling through the streets of Rome, no casualties, no one was hurt. And in this movie, we literally see a racer getting run over by an 18-wheeler <laughs> in a test and we're fine with a cigar it. cutter. And we're just like, that's fine. And like not only that, but like Brian does the 180 flipping off Rome and like like less than a minute later, he's like, I know that guy just died, like in a gnarly, gruesome death, but I'm gonna like, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. flip off my friend here. Yeah, I mean they're obviously same scene. In Fast X, they obviously make a Yeah, I mean <laughs> they destroyed the city. But as long as no one died, then that's all right, yeah. you know. But that's that, okay. that's a sanity thing to make sure that everyone knows that Vin Diesel isn't a killer, you know, right, of course. You know, but really, you think, hang on a minute, you know, there's millions, if not billions worth of destruction that's just happened. And seriously, no one got injured or died like crazy. Like, I I know that, like, it's a cliche by this point. Be like, I can't believe, like, these movies have gotten so crazy. But to watch, like, 10 and then 2, like, we watched 10 last week, we watched 2 this week. It's like... yeah. They've gotten how, real how, crazy. How is this the same franchise? Like, I love them both, but it's like, these are radically... And, like, also just, like, the fact that, like, instead of starting in the past, right? Like, Fast 9 starts in 1989, right? And then Fast 10 starts in, like, 2013 or whatever, 10 years ago. Mm. And then here, just, like, we're going to have a race. We're going to have a cool cool music laying down. And then we're going to, like, slowly ramp up and, like, have Brian race here. And just, like, it's, like, such a different en- introduction and entrance to the movie. And, like, not that one is better than the other, but, like, I miss this. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at the timestamps as I was watching. You know, the first race goes on for like 13 minutes. It's the whole opening sequence. It's yeah. the whole titles. It's the introduction to Miami, introduction to new characters, the introduction of Brian uh, again. It's it's a good 13 minutes. And then another 10 minutes later, you've got another race that's happening, another car action, you know, sequence happening. Um, and I think, I think there's about six in Too Fast, you know, if you go backwards from the boats and then you've got the scramble, uh, the, the like, jump. Yeah, the audition that you have. Um, yeah, there's there's like six good action sequences in a shorter movie as yeah, well. Only an hour 40, yeah. Yeah, so they last 10 minutes each. 10 times 6 is 60 minutes. 60 minutes worth of driving in, in, the, in, the, in the movie. But that's what they were yeah. back in the day, right? So different era. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what other notes did I have? Uh, I have a question for you guys. What do you think Bilkins was doing on his day off that he was wearing that Hawaiian shirt, the parrot shirt? Was he fishing? Fishing. Got to be. 100% fishing. Florida Keys, right? Absolutely. Yeah, or I on one so. of those um, hovercraft uh, things. Mm, yeah. Like a fan boat? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're called, though. Um, what was it, like, in the Cisco music video, like, in the Thong Song music video, like, that one? Yeah. That, like, you can just drive on the beach that just looks like a Roomba, like a really big Roomba <laughs> or something. <laughs> um sure do you, would you so say say okay put yourself in in tej's shoes here for a second and you're you're running a race right and like suki hands you a wad like a, a tight a tightly rolled up you know wad of money brian hands you a wad of money and then either slapjack or orange julius just like throws a bunch of like loose bills in your hand like would you be annoyed or would you be like fine with that because it just it feels doesn't matter you're throwing it in your pocket but he's he's got to count. He's got to make sure it's all there. You know what I mean? Like if they're all like out of order. I don't think so. I because you know these guys. I mean, like, they, well, Dom, like you know, Dom asked me to count the money. Somebody's got to count this money. That's true. I was thinking this time how funny it was that Brian comes in, kicks up the wager, 
and then also gives the money to Tej. So he just like raised it, knowing that he would win to break yeah, yeah. him off the top. And, and like, what 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 have they got going on here? Like Tej obviously thinks that Brian can win this race because he calls him up. You know, I don't think he would yeah. r- r- ring him up thinking. I'm going to screw you over here. Like, so there's obviously some camaraderie that's happened there. And then of course, like he pays him and goes, that's what, that's what you call mutual respect, you know, at the end. So I'd love to know kind of like the background of Tej and Brian, which I don't think they've ever talked about again, have they? Right. But they've obviously know each other. Um, No. So yeah, I'd love to know that. Um, And they haven't, they haven't even like obliquely, like, you know, sometimes like in five, they're like, you know, we had a life before you met us. They they haven't even like done that. Like, Oh yeah. yeah, Like, you know, we go way back. It's just like in here, it's just like, yeah, you know, I he's I know him from way back or whatever. Like that's the end of it. Like it's yeah. just one line. Like okay, there he's he's in right. Like if we trust Brian, then we trust Tej because they're they're together, right? Yeah. So I love that they have great long lingering shots of cars with speakers in the in the trunks mm. as opposed oh, to harpoon yeah. guns in the trunk or like crazy agency you know high tech equipment in the in the trunk. You're right. We haven't seen modded cars that are just modded for the sake of like aesthetics of cool, and appearance yeah. in this in a while. Because yeah. you get like the Canon car, which is like that's very and we functional. Get, like, Jacob's old car with like this like top of the line, you know, like Andy was saying, yes, agency yes, trunk, agency but it's, like, stuff in the it's trunk. It's like no, let's just put obnoxiously large large speakers S- in the trunk, subs in the trunk. I mean, yeah, that's kind of followed car culture. Like I remember, you know, it's. Need for Speed Underground, you know, that was heavily influenced by the first movie. And you can definitely see it here, you know, with Underground 2, when Too Fast came out. Like the, I think this movie has got the best interpretation of NOS still. Like, that's one Mm. thing we looked at when we were doing Crossroads. We were like, of all the games out there, whether it's The Crew or Forza or Need for Speed or whatever it is, like, we were like, of all the games, the Fast and Furious game has got to have the best NOS. So we were looking at like how the way NOS has been interpreted throughout the movies. And I think this is the best interpretation because they went crazy. Like, you know, it's like blurry streaks down the side of the camera. It looks like they're jumping into hyperspace, yep. you know, and they obviously to- toned it down for future ones. Like, and it was great in the last Fast X. You get that classic, you know, when Dom's going down the um, the dam, you know, and the camera goes down his arm and then across the veins and then down the button and through the exhaust, you know, that reminds me of this, you know, where where they do Agreed. that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I think this has got the best interpretation of Nos. I don't know, is this the last movie where you see? Uh, smoke jets or whatever the heck they are coming out of the wheel arches of of a car. Oh, a yeah. Nos purge. Is yeah. it Nos purge? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the last movie you see that as well. I wonder I think if you so. see it. I wonder if you see it. The only one. The only in like, a crowd somewhere. Like maybe if you see like in Furious Seven when they briefly return to Race Wars, like you might see it there. But like it's not like featured prominently, right? Like yeah. it might just be like yeah. in the background somewhere. But like. It's it's no like they've moved away from cars like they don't really have yep. like like the quarter mile races they do have like they're in cop cars so like there's like a reason there's a gimmick for why they're doing it like they're not just racing to race unless they're racing to race for the million dollar quarter mile right like there's some other stuff there but yeah no it's it's cool it's a different era um I mean yeah and, and the graphics on the cars as well you know uh, the, that's why the DLC all the add-ons for Crossroads were the movie cars so I think we got almost every movie car in that game that's really cool um in the end and of course we uh had to get the liveries in there as well now the interesting thing on the liveries is that no one knows who owns the rights to them 
<laughs> okay. Oh, that is interesting. So we searched and searched and searched and searched, right? So we looked at, we went to Universal, of course. And we were like, okay, can we borrow the, can we do deliveries from, from the cars? Uh, and they were like, uh, yes, but um, for the game, you need to license them. So we were like, okay, okay, who do we go to for that? And they're like, uh, not sure. So we're like, okay. <laughs> Is there anyone? There must be in a vault somewhere. There must be paperwork for this. They were like, well, "Yeah, it has to have a contract somewhere, right?" Well, no. <laughs> so at the funniest, the whole the, the short version of this is that no one knows. So back on the day, they hired an artist who did the work. Technically, that artist would have the license, but he was also work for hire. So if he was work for hire, then Universal has a license. Universal say they don't have a license. I contacted Craig Lieberman, who was the uh, car guy. Yeah. If one guy was going to know, it would be him. Yeah. Nope, he doesn't know either. That's um, so all he knows is the story I've just told. Like, if they license an artist, blah, blah, blah. The, the new car wrangler on, on, the, on the movies, like, doesn't know either because it, it was before his time. So we were left in limbo. We're like, well, what do you do for the toys? You know, they were like, well, we just we just do it. You know, <laughs> we're like, so can we just do it? And they were like, well, when we do the toys, it's like our liability. So if you're just gonna do, if you're gonna do it yourself, you need to have like liability for for your company and for Namco, who are obviously publishing the game. So we were like, can we do it? And everyone was a bit risk averse to that kind of thing. Um, in the end, I looked at I looked at who owned the licenses and um, applied myself. <laughs> so you own the licenses now. Yes, yeah, that's awesome. That's so, so cool. I mean, not that I can ever do anything with it, but uh, in the end, it just turned into a statute of limitations thing, and um, yeah, <laughs> there we go. So, so here's a question: We just had our voting for the Too Fast Too Forever Hall of Fame. The episode came out uh, in the last week, depending on where you listen to it. Uh, but do you have a favorite car, and do you have a favorite livery in these movies? Because I know that they're like in my brain, my dumb non-car brain. Like I, I link the two. I'm like, well, I like this car because like I like the I like the color. Number one, yep. I like the you know the design of the, the, the stickers or whatever on the side. But do you have a? It could be the same thing, or it could be different things. Do you have a favorite car, and do you have a favorite livery in these movies? So I mean, yeah, absolutely. So there's actually there's actually a few. So the one that no one will pick is the yellow and black. There's a Mustang in the back in the back of Tej's garage. There's a uh, a 2005 Mustang GT, and it's up mm. on it's up on um, on stilts being worked on in the background, and that's my car. <laughs> so it's <laughs> a, super cool. I right, remember. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I I love that. Um, but of the movie ones. There's quite a few because I, 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 we had a great big Google sheet of all of them, like religiously went through the movie sure. and picked everything. Was. There's a Louis Vuitton one uh, in the background. It's like a two-tone. Oh, yeah, there's a truck. Of them, I think of this the one. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a truck and there's also uh, a car as well. I can't remember what the, what the car was now. Yeah, they're like parked side by side in the lot outside of Tesla's right. garage, right? Exactly. There is a kind of purple and I don't, silver. I don't like that I know that. I don't <laughs> like that I know that detail. There's a purple and silver sparkle fade car as well which is nice the mitsubishi the the purple mitsubishi that roman drives it the mm -hmm. convertible is is good as well but i mean every, everyone's just gonna gonna choose you know the the skyline or or the supra or, or whatever it may be that brian you know drives the, the classic cars but there's mm -hmm. some really interesting they really went to town on the liveries on 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 too fast um, and i think it's again the last movie i mean tokyo drift doesn't tokyo drift got quite classic colors you know you know han's got his uh got his orange car you know um sean's got his his black car They're, they don't have liveries on them they're just pure paint 
I feel like, yeah, because Tokyo Trip, it's not, like, what you're driving, it's how you're driving it. This is, like, less how you're driving than, like, literally yeah. what you're driving, right? Like, it's, it's, like, you, you Miami is all aesthetic. You want to look good, It's yeah. the show before the go over in this movie, whereas in Tokyo Drift, not only is it, like, culturally different over there, they have a thing called, like, VIP style over there, so it's very much, like, single single color you know pure white cars pure black cars that's the kind of like change in aesthetic there is over there as opposed to you know <laughs> over here it's like dragons down the side of cars and stripes and and god knows what um and and, and pink cars with, with with stuff on so yeah i think this is the last movie that really goes for it in terms of liveries um and i think yeah those are my favorites you know, we, we've talked a lot about how, like, the franchise could, like, end, end, like, maybe at a barbecue, maybe at a race, maybe at a garage, whatever. But, like, just be nice to see them, like, working on a car, like, Mia applying another sticker or something. You know what I mean? Like, just go back to where we were, right? But I Right. Know. I think that time's moved on, unfortunately. <laughs> I know. I know. There'll be another race wars. I mean, obviously, you know, Fast X Part 2, it would be good to have a, a race wars in there, like, as a final big race. You know, that's why we wanted to have the race in New Orleans in the game as well. We wanted to represent... You know, as as the movies had progressed, we wanted to have a big start, big kind of race. We'd have the first one in New in Barcelona, which was like the small race. We wanted to have the big one. We didn't really want to call it Race Wars because it felt too legitimate. It felt too like this was almost like a Red Bull kind of a sponsored mm-hmm, event. Mm-hmm. It just felt like Race Wars is so legitimate. Like they tour it around every city, like the Formula One or Formula E. It, was, it felt too yeah. much, too legit. Whereas fast is always like slightly on the edge, slightly um, off mainstream. So that's why we had the the, the New Orleans uh, rally. But it feels like they should go back to race wars one more time, not out in the desert, but somewhere a bit more an international location. That would be yeah. kind of cool, and they can kind of just like lead you to think that you're like, oh, this has expanded. Yeah, it is an international thing. Yeah, because the Rio race they ju- they just had the London race that they had in six. The like Cuban f- race at the beginning of, of, of Fate, yeah. right? Like, it feels like the kind of same kind of vibe. But they all feel still illegal street things, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, even though, like, it's broad daylight and they've <laughs> closed all the roads and there's no police around anywhere, they still feel like they've been locally organized as opposed to a international conglomeration, you know, in a skyscraper somewhere that's organized it. If you were tasked to come, like, how do you see, like, what's the final scene or the final shot in the final movie? Because, like, we feel... To a certain extent, like they're gonna, they you know, in the in the Marvel rumored of it all that they're gonna, you know, wait a couple of years after it ends and then maybe like reboot it or whatever. Like, I don't think these movies are ever really going away. Like, the brand is too valuable. But like, no. if you're ending this main core franchise, like the Dominic, like the Toretto saga or whatever, do you think it ends at a barbecue? Does it end in a race? Like, what what's your vision? Like, what do you oh, what would you want to like as a, as a game director? Like, as just like a director as a, as an artist? Like, how would you want to send people storyteller leaving the theater for the final movie? Like, what what's the last thing you want to you know impart on them? Yeah, I mean, you you don't want a funeral because it's too down. You don't you do mm-hmm. want a barbecue and maybe look across at an empty seat. You know, that's still as meaningful as a funeral. Um, the barbecues have just been a constant um, thing throughout the movies. You know, from the very first one all the way through to the, this very last one. I, I think it, I know it's not very original, but I, I truly think it is, you know. Um, you know, the very last shot, I guarantee, will be just a very close zoom in on the on his cross, you know, on his chest. Mm. No, that will, ah. that will So do you think, you you think know, Dom survives? Do you think Dom lives through the movies? Uh, yeah, he's definitely staying. Absolutely. Okay. You know, little, okay. little Brian is taking over now. Little Brian mm. is, is, is going to be, you know, he's going to grow up. Uh, that actor 
was was pretty good i thought the little guy who played uh little brian you know but you yep. know it's being set up for the next generation it's set up for star trek next generation it's set up for toretto the next generation absolutely if you got the you know the spike um not spike it's the uh the cartoon which is you know talking spy about racers yeah spy racers you know talking about like a nephew of the Tourette of uh, of dom you've got this talking about you know his son you've got brian's kids which we have not seen for so long <laughs> like but brian has Amen. children as well right which... well here, here's a, here's a trivia question that i only learned the answer to the other day do you know brian's daughter's name i think i, I joe i don't know if you remember i asked somebody on this rec- or maybe i asked you but uh i think you googled it and it's like it's it's in the credits or something. But I don't know it's where it came said. from, but like on the Fast and Furious wiki, Brian. I don't think it's ever said. But Andy, do you have any idea what Brian's daughter? Because he's got Jack. No, I've I've no idea. I've no idea. What Olivia. 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 Olivia Benson from SVU. Yeah, Olivia Benson O'Connor Toretto. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't. But know. it's like okay, he is like, a big SVU fan, so she named her Olivia. Like it's 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 just so funny that like the the franchise has been so. I mean, a funny you know in in a in not funny sense but like you know paul dies they don't know what to do with the character they don't know what to do with the franchise they also like really panic they're like we don't know what to do with mia because mia's got it like you can't have Mia without brian's like you absolutely can but then they have like the two kids it's like well where's the other kid it's like well yeah, yeah. uh we can name her off screen but you'll never see her it's like Wait, what are you doing yeah no it's like um they are introducing younger characters you know in into it um so i think elaine the sister will come back you know brie larson is going to come back um, little B will be in it, you know, and you've got almost like these legacy characters, just like the same way they've done with Star Trek Picard season three. Like you've mm-hmm. got the legacy characters, and they can always be cameos in future movies, which now star a younger generation with like you know thirty somethings as opposed to fifty, fifty five somethings that the that the, the, the cast are now. So um, yeah, it's uh, that that you know I think the fan service you would always want like the last shot to be dom and brian just hugging or or i mean i hope they don't do this but but reenacting the you know the cars going the separate ways kind of thing oh like i feel like please don't do that that's been done that's a (laughs) that's a religious moment for most that most men cry again again yeah exactly so you don't want to do that but um like i mean if you think of like how have you seen star trek Picard season three like that is a great send-off for that crew i won't spoil it then but it also feels like they've done their thing and then now they can, they can rest now. They can mm-hmm. finally go off and do their own thing now. So, and then that would set up the sequels, you know, uh, uh, Vin's been talking yeah. about a all female, you know, spinoff. Um, I, I think it's only Vin talking about that. There's no, <laughs> there's no plans for that universal. I don't believe. Um, uh, but you can see that it would be quite easy to have a, you know, Cypher and Tess, nobody mm-hmm. and, and G- Giselle kind of movie, but, the fact that you're just doing a female spin-off just for the sake of female spin-off like doesn't make any sense, you know. Well, we, he's also, you know, he's all, I'm sure you also probably saw like there's like the Toretto's. He's like, you know, we'll do a Toretto's yeah, yeah, yeah. movie. It's like, okay, like yeah, we'll watch it. Every but, like, movie is a from? Toretto's movie. It's yeah, just doing a female movie just for the sake of a female movie just feels like doing the expender bells just next just because you've had the expender bulls for three movies. Like that when I when we were doing the game, it was like we just wanted to have more non-male representation that's all we wanted because at the time it was just a load of bald white men you know so um you know we just wanted to have more non-male representation that's that's all we never thought of it as like oh it's all going to be female-led or non-binary led or whatever like we just thought no let's have cool characters who are tropes for 
the guys in in the in the franchise, but it was never an intention to like, oh yeah, we're going to have Letty and uh, who who's Hispanic, and we're going to have a person of color in there as well, and we're going to have a non-binary character as well, and we're going to be making a statement. It was like, no, we're going to make interesting characters, right? And it turns out as it as it is, you know, we got a lot of praise for that, you know, as opposed to purposely going we're going to make a female move it's like we don't want to f- i'm sure women don't want a female move they just want more equal <laughs> representation they want a in good, existing a good movie with good representation exactly yeah so <laughs> joey you didn't ask andy our question there's also i have one more note about chief s and we'll, we'll do we'll do the questions okay I, fine I, not even a question just a, a note but like at the end you know when, when roman is taunting carter verona as carter verona's getting arrested and you know he's like he'll never get out and carter just says I'll see you soon. See you it's like, soon. come on, movies, pay it off, pay it off, yep. bring him back. Come on. Yep. He's a huge star now because of Yellowstone. Bring him back. People will be like, were you in these movies? He's like, yep, in two. They're like, didn't see that one. Doesn't matter. Just bring him back. Yep. So in 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 Crossroads to, to in the game, we were thinking like, who's, who's the bad guy? So we did think of Braga, but bringing um, uh, um, and, and Carter Verone. And Carter Verone just felt too... The movies have moved on since then. He's not high level Definitely. enough. He's he's just a drug runner as opposed to a megalomaniac trying to take over the world or something like that. Um, so Carterone was in, was talked about uh, before we moved on. But yeah, I mean, they're bringing everyone back now. And, mm. and you're right. Right at the end of this movie, he just like, sat there. I think he's arrested and he's got blood on his face and he just goes, I'll see you soon. And it's like, okay, yeah. 20 years later, he should, he should be out by now. And as you say, he's still a recognizable actor. Pardon me, he could have like got his own crew together, et cetera, et cetera. He could be a friend of Dante's, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. And I think it just adds another string to the bow. I think he'd be a cameo. It wouldn't be short. Yeah, yeah. Because what I fear sure, is yeah. that what I fear and what I hope doesn't happen is that you know, Vin feels like Jason Momoa overacted, dials his part back. And in the next movie, almost like Thanos, like you kill him straight away and then reveal there was someone behind Dante pulling the strings. Right. I hope uh. that, because I mean, that's what Endgame did, right? Thanos died pretty instantaneously. And then you had, they had a whole other mission after that. You know, I don't want that to happen. I don't want the reaction from, from, from Vin to be jason's overacted stole my thunder. I'm going to dial his, his role back and then we kill him straight away. And, and, all of that is for nothing. Well, there was, there's reveals. also like the fear that I, I had, you know, recently where I was like, because everybody's like, you can't make him family. And Joe had this theory <laughs> that like Mr. Nobody was evil. And like, what if the agency is evil? And like, if the agency is evil and they turn on Dante, then Dante turns family. Like, I don't want Dante to be family either. Like, I don't want them to kill Dante. Yeah. I don't want them to be family. You know, just like, let's just like ride it out. Let him be the villain. So, uh, and what's going on with the naming of the, of the agency? Like... <laughs> Right? Where's the word agency come from? It was never the agency before, was it? And if Mr. Nobody runs the agency and then Little Nobody is somebody who is not related to him, but takes on the nobody, you know, terminology and you've got yeah. Little Miss Nobody with Tess, who is blood relative of, of Mr. Nobody, then who the hell is Ames? Surely he'd be, he should be like muscly nobody or somebody. Well, no? yeah, so I, I think I think the Little Nobody is kind of like a slur. Like that right. wasn't meant yeah, as yeah. a compliment. Uh, I don't know why they call, why Ames calls her Little Miss Nobody, because it's like he's meeting her for the first time. Yeah. Like, I think they know each other. Yeah. They definitely know each other. They're, they've, like, been to work functions. They go to the Christmas party. Right. Like, I think I think it's Mr. Nobody who's the only one without any, like, there are, it's a shadowy, well, like, there's, like, on. you know, the, the... No, you say that, but Tess does say, like, I've, I've come in from the cold. So she's been 
She's mm. not been in the agency for a while. She said she's been elsewhere. Well, she's probably been with her dad. Yeah, well, may- maybe. But he said that she's we'll in the disappearing act, so who knows? But, like, you know, because I, so I think Mr. Nobody is maybe the odd duck out there. But then, like, in, this, in Spy Racers, there was Miss Nowhere, which I guess might just be, like, a joke right. about Miss, Mr. Nobody. But, like, Ames has a name. But then there's also, like, the shadowy figures who, like, the council that votes on things, yeah, yeah. and none of them have names or even faces. Like, so it's, maybe the weird thing is that Ames has a name. Like, maybe that's the weird part. So you got to think, you got to think, like, as inventive as it is, this is just Hydra, right? So you've got the mm-hmm. Hy- you've got Hydra with the Shadow Council, you know, yep. and you've Avatar, you know, people who are running things. You've got the agency, which is which was was good, has turned bad. You know, the next movie has to essentially bring down Hydra, has to bring down the agency, uh, essentially. So either Mister Nobody knew it was happening and decided to escape before it, it was, or Mister Nobody is evil and is actually just running it from behind closed doors, which doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> but who knows right so as joe was saying this lap is the planes trains but no automobiles laps we got a couple of questions here joe we each have a question right we we each asked saleo one of our questions right so do you want to hit andy with your question first what is the coolest or most memorable vehicle you've been in that's not a car driven ridden in anything like that what are you thinking most that isn't a car um yeah, because like this whole lap, because you know we're we're thirteen times through the movie. Every lap has a theme. So like the movies that we're watching in between the Fast and Furious were ostensibly movies that are oh, either have like a chase sequence or like a major vehicle that's not a car. So we're just trying to you know going outside the box a little bit here. Red Bull Air Race plane, one of the Ooh. racing planes. You were in one. Insane, just insanely fast. Yeah. How? And Tell I... us the story. This is see. This is why I wanted <laughs> to ask this question. Awesome. Tell me what happened. It was back when we were we were making a game for it and. um we, we flew over to oh gosh where was it uh, where um uh oh wherever red bull is i forget now <laughs> over in your austria austria yes um and and we flew over there and we we got a, a tour of the facility with the uh hangar that they have there and we we met with red bull a few uh during that meeting um we went back to the um to the offices we started work on that game and then there were a few times after that that we then went back to talk to them and stuff like that and it was part of that you know and there were there was i think there was a readout in front of you which basically just said um you will be sick or something like that you know because it's very small <laughs> and it's like and it's just written like there it's like so close if you've been in an f1 car like your your, your steering wheel is there and it's the same in this like there's no space there at all they're trying to be as microscopic as possible and it was right there and I th- i'm sure it said like try not to be sick it was in two languages so i'm sure the english one said yeah you will be sick or something like that um yeah and disgusting i'm not very good on roller coasters so that was <laughs> that was a, an experience i think that's it that's though. an awesome that's an awesome awesome vehicle story everything, very very cool you're right though it's hard though everything else has been a car like right i've not yeah, been on a cool a... train not been on the bullet train or <laughs> anything like that i've been in the euro tunnel if that counts but no not no trains I think my question, and Joe, if I if I got my own question wrong, correct me. But is my question: Do you have a favorite movie? Is that is that my question? With a what? with a with a non car, like a, a, a oh yeah yeah yeah. Was that my question? Like if yeah, favorite... it was like, what would you add to the plane, trains, and in, in no automobiles lap? Yeah, like a, a movie that either has like a cool non car vehicle or a chase scene or anything that just prominently features something that's not a car. Does that have to be a movie? I mean, I grew up with it. Could be. I grew it up could with be a show. It could be a game. Hall. It could be any kind of media. 
I grew up with I grew up with Airwolf and Street Hawk on TV, you know. So, Ooh, so yeah, Knight yeah. Rider came out, and around the time, I'm sure it was after. I'm sure they they were like, "Let can we do this with any other vehicle?" Airwolf was out, and you know that that was a helicopter that looked like a shark in the sky. <laughs> they looked amazing. I vaguely remember this great now that theme, you're saying this. Great theme song, and then of course that did very very well. Jean Michael Vincent um, was the star of that as Stringfellow Hawk. And then there was a TV series where they were like, anything else we can do? Any other cool vehicles? And they did Street Hawk. And Street Hawk was the story of a, I think it was a disgraced cop who was given like, you know, a a cool high-tech bike, which looking at it now is like, it's so bad. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. But at the time... This thing looks sweet. Yeah, but no, at the time, the bike, it still is. Yeah, the bike like hit hyperspace. They'd press a button on it, and it would go through the through the streets with the kind of like a speeder bike esque or or nos from Too Fast kind of effects of the city going past it. So, the TV definitely. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of a movie. Oh, um, uh, Top Gun Maverick, the uh, Mac. Whatever it is the Mac 13 plane or whatever it was, mm, Mac 9 plane, mm-hmm, whatever it was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that was pretty cool. And Stealth, the movie Stealth as well, which everyone hates. But actually, it's got Jessica Biel in it and someone else as two pilots of a experimental driving like a smart plane, plane flying a smart like plane that. that kind of takes over, right? Yeah, yeah, that was that. I mean, it's not a great movie, but I remember that the look of that plane being quite cool. Um, yeah, there's some good ones out there. Pivoting back to this movie for a second, we have another you know on a related topic. Hey Dom, what's on your road? So this is where we just recount things that aren't cars. In this movie, we got Carter Verone's yacht at the end, famously. Definitely, famously. Oh, we got Stealth, s- by the way, directed by Rob Cohen, director of the first Fast Oh, there you go. That. Oh, I didn't know that. There's the connection. Starring cool. Josh Lucas, Jessica Biel, Jamie Foxx, Sam Shepard. Oh, Josh Lucas, that's it, yeah. So we got, definitely got some jet skis, yep. right? We got, and we got multiple boats. So we got Carter Verone's mm-hmm, yacht, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we also got some speed boats. We got a houseboat that Brian's on. Mm-hmm. You know? Helicopters. Multiple helicopters. All the helicopters we've, you've been tagging, all their their call signs here, right? Yep. There's one moment got... when they come when when somebody one of the cops goes a helicopter goes past and they go, "What was that?" Like, <laughs> it's a helicopter. Of course, you not, it's a helicopter. You not heard <laughs> a helicopter before? Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's not a helicarrier from Avengers, is it? <laughs> There, there is a plane when so Mon- when Monica Fuentes there's pops a out of that box truck in that airstrip warehouse place. There's a plane being worked on or something, both outside and I think inside too. So there's definitely they're on like an airfield there. Okay, and the and the cops stop the air, the jet on the airstrip too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something that I thought, okay, this was this was a question. I don't know how you guys will think this plays, but when the cops are preparing to go to the airstrip. They have like a camper slash RV. Does that count as not a car vehicle? Because uh, we're like, because 18 wheelers were counting as cars. Andy, we've had like, not that I shouldn't have expected it because like everything on this podcast is not necessarily an argument, but like what we think is going to be a clear answer or a quick answer is never easy or clear or right. quick. But we're like, what is a vehicle and what is a car? And these are like existential questions that we don't have answers to. Like, is a surfboard a vehicle? I don't know. Maybe. Is it, uh, do, do you count self-propulsion? It needs self-propulsion to be a vehicle? Mm. Is a skateboard a vehicle? Well, no. a bike is a vehicle. Skateboard, we say yeah, because you could get around on a skateboard. Oh, God. Okay. You're you can use it then. as a vehicle, not like as a toy. Okay. so That's why it gets blurry. So it's an item that moves you, <laughs> which gets you somewhere other Point than your feet does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
loose vehicle. So is a camper, is an RV... Oh, well, so Roman... I think Roman's RV would count for this because he's not able to leave, right? Like, it's a station... It's a home. Yeah. Well, that's not a vehicle, then. It's a caravan. Oh. And the caravans, if you've ever watched Top Gear, are not vehicles or classed as any kind of car or, indeed, should ever be on the Earth. I think we said if it has a steering wheel, gas pedal, brake, and, like, four or more wheels, it's basically, for our purposes, a car. So I think that would count as a car. But, like, an ATV and stuff doesn't count, right? So, like, that's what I'm saying. Okay, but I think camper camper's even getting blurrier in the line is what I was it's saying. A quad was bike, like, it's a quad bike a car. That has brakes, that has accelerator, four wheels. No. no? This is a this is a fun time vehicle that doesn't count. It's a fun time vehicle, not a car. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Any of these fun time vehicles are what we're looking for. Right. Like you know, ATVs, dirt bikes. These Look, kind of here, here, here's what I will say, Joe. I would not do a movie for this lap with that as the focus, but for I think for our for this question here, I think it counts. Okay, so then camper and RV, and at the end, although not running, when they're leaving the airstrip, there is a school bus abandoned. I did see that. Yes. Very exciting. And you, I can't wait to get that in a minute. You missed a bike right in the opening. Which bike? Uh, uh, just like a dirt bike kind of little. It's just they're popping a wheelie oh. right at the beginning of the movie. Yes, 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 yes. That's true. You're right. There's motorcycles. Yes, they've obviously motorcycles. introduced motorbikes very recently into the franchise. Like I, th- I think maybe Fast 9 is the first time you see Letty on a bike, I think. And then obviously you see her again on a bike in Fast X. And Jason Moe is on a bike as well. You know, but there is I a I think bike that all here. stems from... I think that all stems from how awesome Idris Elba looked on a bike in Hobbs. Right. Oh, of course, yeah. Idris has got his like transforming bike as well, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Andy, how many times do you think you've seen this movie? Too fast. Um, oh, especially with the research. Yeah. yeah. Like, and do you less think, is this movie you've seen the most? No, no, less than 10. Oh, but okay, so we're, okay. Less than 10, but more than five, I think. Yeah. Which, which of the Fast and Furious movies have you seen the most? The original one? Mm. or mm. if it's not this. <laughs> so for, for for research we saw furious seven and eight the most <laughs> i mean we've had it on really okay, oh, okay. It, was, it was on constant loop i've, I've scrubbed through that timeline on on uh on my computer so many times those movies but the one i've watched the most i mean i've seen fast x twice already so it's already starting to count that one up uh once in theater once at home um actually i'm in the previous yep. one that's three so um yeah i think it, i think it's got to be the first one or the fifth one yeah i've, yeah. I've seen Makes sense. i've seen tokyo drift a couple of times just to go back and refresh myself on is it bad like is it good like <laughs> i don't know you know and we love it here yeah we, we're big fans it's definitely it's definitely up there um do you want to get into the list then of what of ranking the movie? Yeah, do you have new rankings? I, I, you, oh, new rankings. So when you were on last, mm-hmm. you had ranked through Hobbs and Shaw. Nine and ten had not come out, so you don't have those ranked. Oh, but damn, I need to put Hobbs and Shaw on here then. Oh, uh, okay. So so Hobbs and Shaw has been dropped by a lot of our listeners. Like we're not dropping it, but like a lot of listeners, are like it's not. So what's interesting? Right, I've added it. Okay. So that like box sets when they come out, they don't include Hobbs and Shaw. And then Joe, uh, Bob, my co-host over on How to Win the Lottery yesterday, I bought a gift because his uncle's birthday is this week. And he bought him like a, a The Rock collection on DVD and Hobbs and Shaw is in there. So right. like these manufacturers that's are weird. considering it like a, a The Rock movie more than a fast. I'm like, that's a kind of a nice get to have. Yeah. In a it, like, you know, it's like Skyscraper and Rampage and The Mummy and yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. It's like weird okay yeah yeah Yeah, i'll take it though yeah Uh, i think that could also be the production company i think it was um 
was it five five books or whatever his um, his production company? Oh, is. seven bucks. Seven yeah. bucks. That's it. Could mm-hmm. be. They all could have been produced by that, and therefore that would make sense as well. So, I mean, I've got a new list. I've got a new ranking. It's probably not cool. right. Go I can't wait to, go to hear. It. I've got favorite a new least favorite or least favorite up. I've got a least favorite now. <laughs> oh, what is it? <laughs> it's Fast Nine. I just don't. Oh. oh dear. Is that? No, no, no. We've up? we've been hearing a lot of people. No, it's it's been moving that way. I will also say. Because you're you're only the fifth person who's given us our ranking since the tenth movie came out, right. and now there's eleven total movies. You are the first person to put F nine in eleventh place. You're breaking new ground. The reason is, and the and you know, and this is difficult because there are other movies which are contentious for that last spot, like mm-hmm. the fourth movie, like the sixth movie, like Fate of the Furious, which I know a lot of people don't like as well. But Fast Nine, I just feel came out. <sighs> I, I, I have to be quite careful with how I say this, but I just think it just could have just been better, right? It was it was during the COVID season that it was kind of like made. I think the the CGI doesn't hold up. It was like done. It right. was yeah. We were waiting for it. It was supposed to come out, and then yeah. COVID hit and stopped it like a month before it came yeah. out. Yeah, I just I just feel it it didn't live up to the potential after fate of the furious with a cool bad guy with cypher and then the next movie like she's captured okay well how did that happen you know it reintroduces you know uh, john cena's character it's like where did he come from even though the word great bits are like like filling in dom's backstory that that's great i don't remember any action sequence in it like vividly at all yeah the whole jungle sequence at the beginning didn't feel good um the fact that he just turned within one movie as opposed to turning over the course of a couple of movies just didn't feel great. Um, yeah. I just, I just don't think it did anything except bring hat, bring Han back. And mm-hmm. that was really the only good thing. And what have they done with Han in this movie? Nothing really. He had a brief moment with, <laughs> with, um, with uh, Jason Statham, but um, even that was weird with Jason Statham. Like, all right, mum, And off he goes in his own car to have go obviously go off and have his own movie with with uh with uh, Luke Hobbs as well, but um, I just feel like F 9s down there, and then it's really a, a I think it's four after that, you okay. know, f- uh, um, Fast and Furious. Um, it's great that everyone's back, but you know, Dom and Brian aren't kind of brothers right until the end. That's the only real thing that happens there. They they the chase sequence through the through the tunnel is good, but there's a lot of things there that just don't don't they're not particularly interesting i think you're then on to maybe this movie or tokyo drift i know tokyo's low there but i think compared to some of the others you know too fast and tokyo are maybe interchangeable for some people then you're probably on to hobbs and shaw i don't think it's a movie that anyone's going to go back and watch even though it's got great besides us it's got great moments great (laughs) moments great banter great chemistry between the two leads cool bad guy with Idris Elba like bits that I recognize you know from it but then it also went into Hollywood mode by you know with with Kevin Hart and Ryan Reynolds and all that kind of stuff it just it just felt like people calling in favors all that kind of stuff and you don't actually need it as part of the main you know timeline to actually to to, to understand anything um you've got the original movie then which I think comes in right dead center right dead middle mm-hmm. Um, which is fair. It's an old movie. Everyone loves it. Everyone's got great passion for it. Would I go back and watch it? No. Would I watch it more than Hobbs and Shaw? 
maybe just for nostalgia factor um okay and then we're going to i think it's also so just but not not to interrupt you here but i think that like what's interesting is that you're definitely a newer action more than the cars kind of guy and even that couldn't raise f9 or hobbs and shaw into like the upper echelon because you have yeah. the ones you have left are five six seven eight and ten like yeah. those are all the modern new movies in your top five and like even that just like f9 nope the th- the reason the the reasoning my reasoning for the bottom ones is very hazy. It's just because they just don't yeah. have as much the nostalgia it. for them isn't as great. M- the movies have moved on since then, um, and my reasoning for the the next lot is very specific though. So Furious Six I think has mm-hmm. fantastic action in it, like Fast Five yep. and Fast Six. You know, a Furious Six first. I think it's got the great tank sequence. It's got the the plane sequence. It's got great moments with Han and Giselle, like great little moments there. Um, it's got um, um, uh, a great, great um, bad guy as well. I think it's just got uh, the bridge sequence with the tank bursting out of the the the, the carrier. They're fantastic. You know, I think Furious Six is is great, and I think it's because you know they were it was going to be a it was going to be two part movie, so they crammed so much into that you know movie in one i think you've got fast x comes next like okay really that's good. really high it's up there we although you know that's right three. in line the, all the rankings we have so far either it's at fourth or fifth like that's where that's where people have fallen right. so you're right in line i agree great bad yep. guy great sequences the bits that don't work for me are truly only the tej ramsey roman stuff um then we've got furious seven which means and the, and the reason for that is again bringing back jason statham you know the bit with when he's on the plane with Cypher, Cypher killing uh, Elena, oh, yeah. um, it, you know it's, it's it's just it's just great. It's just great. Um, the the when Jason Statham is trying to rescue the baby and going coochie coo and all that kind of stuff, you know, fantastic. You know, I love all that kind of stuff. Um, and then of course that means Fast Five is is the top one still, which I think most people. Well, say where do you argue against? Where do you feet? Oh, fate. Uh, just above Hobbs and Shaw, actually, like it's okay. it's down there. Like it it introduces a great bad guy with Cipher. It's got the zombie car bit. Gotcha. Again, it feels like they are. We know our characters. Don't don't make them you know change much from how they are. We don't introduce anything new to them either. All we have really is a great bad guy uh, for that. But you know they bring back. Is that the movie they bring back? Uh, Owen Shaw. No, it's the seven is the broken back open shore, don't they? When he uh... no, 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 he's in fate. He he helps. He pops onto the plane at the that's end. That's it. Sorry, uh, yes, Deckard. yeah, yeah, that's it. So yeah, you know, um, I think yeah, Fast Five still is 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 the but is yeah, the Five end. is number one in in its rightful place. Yeah, but Furious Seven's got you know like the skyscraper jump. It's got sure, yeah, it's got the end of Brian. You know, so yeah, it's it. I think seven and five, seven, seven and five are number one and two, definitely that for sure. Yeah, very very cool. Um, the only thing we have to do before we pack up shop is this ain't no 10 second race, a.k.a. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Joe, do you think it was going to do something else or no? No. Oh, I thought you just, I thought you looked sad. No, I didn't look sad. You were like <laughs> cheering and then just no longer cheering. All right, good. Okay. No, I remembered I didn't get a tweet yet. So I'm fine. Uh, you're like, oh, I didn't do that. Okay. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Come and check out our show. Yeah, yeah. So. Andy, this is where we go on Twitter.com, a.k.a. The Bird app, and find anybody tweeting about these movies, and we respond to them as Too Fast, Too Forever, trying to get them to watch the show, hilariously comically never actually succeeding. 
what can you do? Last episode with Salea Blancaflor, I found Sa at Ray Daisy, who said, bring back Tess for Fast 10 Part 2, please, with a video of Brie Larson in the in the bar with a shotgun. And we said her story is not nearly done. We can't wait to see more from her. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Of course not. Why would someone who loves Tess and loves these movies respond to us talking about <laughs> Tess? Swing and a miss. Joe, you found Iron Metal Man at Aldo Metal Man. Hashtag Fast X. Hashtag Fast and Furious. Hashtag Fast 10 was excellent. An easy 10 of 10. Great part one of a finale. Jason. Hashtag Jason Momoa. Easily the best villain in any movie in a long time. Just choose it up. Can't wait for part two with the additions. Definite argument for hashtag fast franchise being one of the best ever. We said we were also blown away by hashtag fast X. Second year take on Momoa. And we also can't wait to see what's next. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Nope. <laughs> Nothing. And then Selena like found someone at... Lauren Hadaway. Joe, we've not had this in a while. Lauren deleted her Twitter. Did not block us. Deleted her Twitter. Huh. It's better than her getting banned. It got we a had like, a lot of those. It got a like, but it was from Jason Rainey. So, Salea, unfortunately, if you're listening, you do not get any points. Mm. Oh, four, three. So, like, and this is what I was trying to, like, because I was like, I've tried to explain this to people recently. And you're like, wait, what is that? And I'm like, if it sounds dumb, it's dumb. We're just finding people who like these movies and responding to them as us. And we're trying to get them to listen to the show, and they don't care. Like, they just don't care. <laughs> they're, they're going out of their way to go on Twitter and be like, I love these movies. I want the world to know. And we're like, cool, we love these movies, too. And they're like, nope. <laughs> it's It's wild. So... Uh, Joe, you sent me two. Andy, did you find a tweet? I did. One certainly did. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this one, and I think you could make, you could base a whole podcast episode around this, because oh. the tweet is from at Shea Serrano, and the tweet, oh, yes, and yes, the yes. tweet is, yeah. Here is my best list of everything from each Fast and Furious movie. So, number, and number one, it's Dom's "You Never Had Me" speech in Two Fast and Furious. They've only got the title, which is so sad. The, the title, Too Fast, Too Furious, that's it. It's amazing, though. To it's a great title. Tokyo Drift, it's Han. Han is obviously the coolest thing in that movie. In 4, it's Brian and Dom fighting. Uh, arguable, yeah. I think maybe it might be the Mexican tunnel sequence for me in that one. But 5, it's the bank vault heist, obviously. 6 is interesting. They've got Letty's subway fight down for number 6. Um which is cool, you know, Gina Carano in that fight, uh, having a good old tussle. Um, unexpected, but uh, yeah, I think it does kind of introduce after five or it continues on the concept of, you know, street fights and on foot chases and things like that in, in the franchise. Seven, of course, saying goodbye to Brian. Eight is the Rock and Jason Statham prison escape. Um, yeah, maybe. I, I, I think maybe it, it, it's other, the other bits of that movie are good as well. Nine is <laughs> Han's, the surprise of Han in the trailer, not in the movie. <laughs> in the, yes, in the yeah, trailer, yeah, yeah. Which is a ridiculous way of uh, of showing that. Um, and obviously... I'm so glad they didn't do that with The Rock this time. Yes, and obviously... Or Giselle for that, re like, both of yeah, them. Yeah, and obviously so, yes. Ten is Dante, so... Yeah, interesting. So I'm sure you could 
debate this for the next hour and reply with your own yeah. um, um, number uh, things from each movie as well. But, yeah, so, uh, so we like it. We retweet it. We reply. How do you want to reply? What do you want to say to Shay? Shay is a known, huge Fast and Furious super fan. Okay. Uh, what would you like to say in response to Shay's list? It could be simple as great list or, you know, whatever you want to do. I'm going to leave that to you. You guys need more podcast Joe? listens. <laughs> I think there's a lot to love about Too Fast beyond the title. Because mm-hmm. that's what we were talking about today. That's what was in the list. There you go. I like that. Listen to our episode 307. Is it going to be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that, that. That's a good one, I think. I did find another one as well, but it actually, I think we kind of covered it, which is um, Vin saying that um, he promises changes based off fan feedback uh, and and denotes a scary path for Fast Ten Part Two. Ooh, which uh, that's because he heard our episode where we tried to make it a horror movie, Joey. <laughs> I told you he's listening. I want a horror movie. I want a musical. I want a horror movie musical. We're trying. We were trying to take uh, Fast and Furious to different genres the other day. But I mean, look at it. Like, if, you know, Vin uh, Dom is basically Batman in this movie, going to mm-hmm. the, the abandoned police station where Dante slash the Joker set up all these cameras and and uh, videotapes or whatever, playing all this creepy stuff of his family on the screen, ringing the the phone. You know, and you know, answering other, hey, darling, son, sorry, I can't be there, all that kind of thing. Like, it, this is this is a Batman movie now, or a horror movie. It only needs somebody to be caught in a trap now. You know, like a kind of jigsaw style. Do you want to play a game, <laughs> dummy? Kind of thing. You know, <laughs> then then yeah, you've got your horror movie right there. Love it. Now, Joe, you sent me two. I'm gonna go with the second one. You want to play? Like you, this... Let's play one for charity. So, which one is the one that you're playing for for yourself? The most recent one that I sent you, this is from today, an hour ago. Uh, It looks like a convoluted way to write David, like a stylized way, at D90G7. I just came out of the cinema where I saw Fast X. I couldn't go before. And the truth is that that is an incredible movie, a movie in which my uh, Daniela Melchior tagged stole the spotlight. I know she's the best, but in this movie, she proves it once again. Thank you to all the team of Fast and Furious love. Be like, we love Diana Melchior in this movie, too. You can spice that up more, but that's what I was just going to go with. Well, and I'm, then... I'm making a meme for my response, so I can't spice it up because my brain is elsewhere. So Okay, okay. We loved her in this movie, too. She definitely stole the show. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Perfect. The other one we can play for um, charity... And it was yeah, because, just... Andy, like, we're so bad at this that we, like, you know, we, we give the points away to charity, even though we don't actually get any points and the points have no value. But, like, we play for charity in case we find another good tweet. Other than that, this one, this one makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the second one is from, uh, I can't read, something season at Emperor underscore Damey, D-A-M-Y. Uh, Fast and Furious has to be the best movie franchise in the world. Hashtag Fast X. And be like, we couldn't agree more. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. But I think the person that got out of the movie an hour ago might be so amped still. (laughs) They might respond. I was going for just like, just recency bias. I found Lisa Charlotte at Lisa Charlotte. It's a picture of her lying down in her shirt. It's a 90s graphic style of Suki. It says Suki in big letters across the top. And it has Suki's, you know, it's a big, let me hold this up. You can maybe see. Yeah. Like it's a, you know, let me see. 
That's a great shirt, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a really great shirt. Yep. And she says, new shirt, three weeks until Fast X. Bring back Suki, you cowards. And what I'm doing, I'm going to make a meme. I don't like this movie, but I love this meme. The three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, where it's like, you know, three weeks since whatever and still no arrests. How come Chief Willoughby? I'm going to say three weeks since Fast X and still no Suki. How come Universal? And, you know, boy, do a podcast for you. Perfect. I love it. That's very, very good. So that's what I'm doing. You better get a response. If you get no like, that will be hilarious. It will be even funnier. I hope she doesn't respond to you. It's it's objectively funnier if they don't respond. It's also sadder when they don't. You know what I mean? Like, our batting average being, like, below the Mendoza line. Like, so spectacularly failing here. You guys are glitter for punishments here. We are, but when it hits, Andy, that oh, it that, feels that really dopamine, good. Oh, sweet dopamine, <laughs> dopamine rush of a reply. <laughs> um, well, Andy, thank you so much for joining us for talking As about always, your gross. and the movies and too fast and spending time with us once again. It's always a delight to talk to you. Thank you very much. I will be back uh, when Fast Ten Part Two has has been in theaters, Please. and we can see whether my predictions came true or whether anything else from a game design document of mine has appeared in a movie. Is there anything that you want to plug anywhere that people can find you on? What Twitter have you been working on? Game what are you working on? Yeah. Anything you can share? Yep. So, so I left Electronic Arts back in December last year, um, and I've been pursuing my other um, um, ambition, my other kind of career, which was in music. So as of December, awesome. I started um, writing my own music. Um, so if people want to, you can search me on socials at Real Andy Tudor um, on Twitter and Instagram, and especially TikTok. Um, and also you can ask for my name on Apple, Alexa, uh, Spotify. Um, I released my fourth single last Friday. Uh, and I've got a new single nice. coming out in three weeks' time. So go listen to me on Spotify or your music streaming uh, platform of preference. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to play it on loop even at night <laughs> just so you get all the listens. Yeah, thank you. Joe, our next episode of this show, we have bonus episode about Armageddon and Quadrophenia coming up. But our next main feed episode out next Tuesday, which is the 4th of July, is Jaws, which just celebrated its... 49th 59th 49th 48th 48th math 48th birthday this week as we're recording it so it's not safe to go in the water now andy i know that you know not to brag but the for the you know the revolutionary war did not end in your country's oh here we go here we go um (laughs) not not to rub salt in the wound there but you know on fourth of july is jaws a movie that like i mean everybody loves jaws but like do you equate it with with that type of time of year is that is that a movie that because i mean that's one of my all-time favorite movies. And I wonder as and a it's Brit, very you know, it's, a, it's a different here. thing. Like yeah. 4th of July weekend, it's just like, you know, we, lo- we lost so many years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you, 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 no, we, we couldn't care less. <laughs> we honestly couldn't I'm care sure less. I'm sure you got it, right? You know, and it's, yeah. it, it, none of us were alive when it happened. Um, you no. guys are very happy about it, but you know, it's, um, <laughs> it's not something we either celebrate nor commiserate over here. And it's funny you should say it actually, because when, when I was a kid, Things like Independence Day and Thanksgiving just seemed so alien to us Brits. Like, we don't celebrate those things over here. We saw it in movies, but it just, 
like I, I didn't put two and two together like oh this is a thing that americans do you're like definitely not but now obviously when you're a, a big boy when you're growing up you know you do recognize those kind of things so now you start going oh yeah die hard was set at christmas because you never realized it before and um you know exactly other movies are set at other you know holiday times specifically so um no you know you you guys enjoy your free day off you know uh with your with your freedom and all that kind of stuff and um and we'll carry on being as free as we ever were. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. We will. What's also nice about it, this thank year is it's on a Tuesday, you. which means we got a four-day weekend in theory. You know oh, I mean? oh, there yes, we go. I'm That's stoked. good. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we got Jaws coming up next. We've got once you once again, thank you to Andy and for all things too fast too forever. You go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash too fast too forever, or at too fast too forever on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Email us family at cageclub.me. Check out our Patreon page at TooFast2Forever.com. And also, <clears throat> getting emotional talking about our patrons here. Shout out to our patrons, Cassie Wilson, Nick Burris, Alex Ellen, and Justin Kleiman, and Brian Rodriguez of High School Slumber Ooh. Party, Wes Hampton, Jerry Robinson, Dan the Duke, Hayden, Renato DiDonato, Michael McGann, Lane Middleton, Lindsay Lewandowski, Nate Milton of the Kings of Sport, Jason Rainey, Tom Price, Mike Gallier, Josh Buckley of Whole Lot of Wolves, yep. Michael Moser, Christian Larson, Tara, new one. Uh-huh. Oh. We'll talk more about that later. And Jessica Collins, a.k.a. Montez, thank Montez. you all for supporting the $5 a month level or above. You can join your name to that list at TooFast2Forever.com and check out our store at TooFast, or no, CageClub.me slash shop and come back next week, as we said, for Jaws, a celebration of America's victory. I'm Joey Lewandowski. <laughs> I'm Joe Too. And that was Andy Tudor, and we will tell you all about it when we see you again. 